So hello everyone, welcome to our Inspiring Thoughts podcast today. I'm delighted to have Vic Haynes uh, with us from Sangaban Pam, who's the Head of People and Culture. So Vic, great to have you on board today. Hi, thanks for having me, Stephen. Yeah, good. I'm so, excited what, to be here. Yeah, it's gonna be, we had a good chat beforehand. So um, Vic's got a new drink she shared with me this morning, so she might be a bit hyperactive. And what's the drink you've had today, Vic? Well, I've had, I've had a little bit of lion's mane in my matcha latte this morning, so I'm on firing on all cylinders yeah so i've been educated this morning about what that drink was so um from that point of view so thank you so much for educating me and i will look out for it so from that point of view so um vic today so in advance vic's had seven questions to kind of get that preparation ready for today's podcast so we set vic up to win but vic before we start the kind of questions would you just give people a brief update about your career so far how you've got to where you are in pam if that makes sense yeah sure so i kind of fell into HR if you like about um 12 years ago um which I, I sometimes feel bad saying I fell into HR because so many people I speak to now are saying oh I'd love to be in HR but you can't yeah. get in so I fell into it but I loved it immediately I loved yeah. being part of um knowing everything knowing everyone um yeah. really being integrated into every part of a business getting all the gossip and um yeah, impacting on people personally, whilst also being part, an uh, integral part of a business. So, kind of moved through various roles, all kind of industrial, male, shall we say, traditionally cultured businesses. Um, landed in Sangaban Pam about seven years ago, um, and for the last year and a half, um, have led the people and culture team which I'm absolutely loving. It's a fabulous team to be part of um, and a business that's really open um, to investing in people, their experiences and doing the right thing by their people. Um, So it's been a great challenge, lots of opportunity. um, And yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah, it's really good. And it's and it, it, like most people, and I love that your honesty of I fell into that role. So I fell into banking you know 26 years you know, more than 26 years ago but I fell into banking and people go well, how did you get into it well I just saw an advert in a paper and went I'll, I'll have a go at that if that makes sense and then stayed there for that point of view rather than it was a pre-set determined career so yeah it's really good to get in there but what I love there is about the variety you get involved with isn't it mm-hmm. it's a really variety role it keeps you going every day is different that's what I see from your role does that make sense yeah I just you know in HR we literally get involved in conversations from um finance through to operations you know what's gone wrong out on the factory floor down to you know supplier issues you know we get we get included in every conversation going on in the business and get a really breadth of knowledge about how that business lives and breathes and what's important to it and feel like can really impact on so many levels it's really rewarding um and I don't think now I'd struggle to be in a role that is pigeonholed into just one um area of the business I love getting in amongst everyone yeah (laughs) knowing everything well it's that breadth and also you can see kind of in your face that excitement of yeah I like getting involved with it and I want to help and I want to support and that so yeah and that shines through so that's really good so today we've got Vic gonna, gonna ask questions around so 
um, more or less kind of um, last year and the year before uh, Vic and I got to know each other, but you started to move forward into what's called implementing a more modern HR framework. So it sounds like a mouthful, but what you've looked at is actually changing your HR policies from the old traditional ones, which are grievance, bullying, harassment, those kind of things, and moving it into a more modern framework for colleagues, etc., which you call Work It Out. Yeah. from that perspective so today i'm just going to ask vic some questions around it how's it gone what's kind of she's found out from that point of view so what what would you say how would you describe what is a modern hr framework in your world so as in work it out what what is it so people understand well like you say work it out for us has replaced all of our traditional policies it's replaced our discipline and grievance our attendance performance policy Basically, it's a way of working, how we behave when conflict arises, how we um, work together to get the best out of any situation and basically encouraging people to have a conversation first, have that conversation. Let's work together as as adults to come to a, a positive solution. That means that we can be, you know, learn and grow from whatever is is happening for us at the moment. Um that's what it is simply it's about talking to each other and dealing with things as they arise because they inevitably will we're we're working with people people have disagreements people do things wrong people make mistakes people have lives outside of work that we have to you know tackle yeah let's do it in in a respectful and adult way um let's have a conversation let's work it out yeah and it's um uh from that what i really like that point of view is about trying to bring back that adult to adult approach mm. rather than to go through old policies and all this kind of stuff and we all know that if you've got a grievance but in harassment policy nine times out of ten colleagues do not get what they want from it so they've gone through that heartache that pain etc so what made you kind of change or think about changing for Sangaban Pan, moving away from those old traditional policies to kind of a more modern framework? What kind of what went through your mind and that kind of stuff? I mean, we'd always talked about um, our policies just being rubbish. Like, what do they even mean? Like, in what in what other context would you talk to people in this way, you know, and, and put these walls down as to how we're going to have a conversation? But what really triggered the change was when we were embedding our values. So we've done a lot of work around our values about what it means to work for Pam and what's important to us as a business. And our our people came up with our values, which is show we care, make it happen and be our best. So we're really proud of them. We're embedding them. And then we just felt that whichever way we spun it, our policies were not showing we care. They were not... um, they were not empowering people to just make things happen. Um, they just didn't fit with what yeah. we and our, our people were saying is important to us. So that was kind of the trigger to say we need to change this. We need to change our our policies and procedures to fit how we and our people are saying we want to work together. Um, yeah. So that was a trigger. But then there's also looking at our um, at our business and how um, we were behaving and issues that were coming up there was a a desperate need for something to drastic to happen to change the culture there's a kind of a bit of a blame culture a finger pointing um business performance was dipping so in our in our plants we were struggling with meeting um basic standards in them which was resulting in things breaking down it's just not meeting our kpis so 
everything comes down to people we rely on people and if those people aren't being treated with respect don't feel um, valued or empowered then they're going to act like children and that's kind of what we were we, we were dealing with you know our leaders were behaving like teachers and our people were behaving like naughty school kids and it was yeah. just something had to had to change um so that's where we kind of thought you know this is our opportunity let's yeah. do something big let's throw the rule book out the window yeah um and start again yeah. that's what we did yeah and it, and it's I, I just love the bit where you went back to about we looked at our values and then suddenly realized that our policies weren't aligned to those which is great and actually then getting people involved to think bigger broader uh, and it is brave and courageous to move from a, a policies that were written in the 90s to a now a more modern bit and that uh, and how did you get stakeholders involved what did you do because you've got different union you've got like a union and that kind of yeah. how did you get people involved to go on this journey because that, that's the other part of it how did how did that happen so we have a great relationship with our union. So we um, were keen to involve them early on, have conversations with them, make sure that they were on the same page as us as to what we were trying to do. And that was the easy bit, if I'm honest. The unions, you know, the the employee reps ha- have the same values as us. They were part of coming up with our values. So it was a no-brainer, you know, what is best for our people. And it's treating them with respect um holding people accountable um and having honest kind conversations so that was it was an easy sell if yeah. i'm honest um i do say the harder bit was getting our leaders on board yeah so not our kind of senior leadership again it's a no-brainer if if yeah. we get people empowered and engaged then that's gonna um impact our bottom line so that, yeah. that was easy the difficult bit was the frontline managers because they're the ones who are going to have to have these conversations yeah. who are struggling with the day to day, feel like they're kind of um, swimming through mud, trying yeah. to get people to, in their words, do as they're told, you know, yeah. follow the rules. So for us to say we're going to scrap the rules yeah. created panic. So that was the challenge. Um, and it was just about um, talking to them. Um you know not just dropping this on them and being like get on with it but a continuous uh, process of um conversations how it's going to work understanding why the reason why we were doing it how it was going to work um support and coaching and that's ongoing that's a continuous process that will continue um indefinitely it wasn't a you know a one-stop shop one shop whatever that word is uh, to we we know know what you mean yeah we didn't just drop it on him and run basically um but we appreciated the impact it's going to have on their daily lives on their roles on how they behave because they've a lot of them have been in that role for a long time and had been taught to lead in a certain way and now we're telling them not to lead in that way so that's going to take time to change mindsets and change habits so we're still on that journey if i'm honest but we're committed to supporting those leaders yeah. to um to get there yeah and it's um the bit there about that journey so i know when we started working together and talking it's a three-year plan it's not mm. it's not a lot of people seem to think i've had these policies for 30 40 years 
it's all going to be rosy in the garden within a couple of months when the new policy lands. It's not. It's about actually taking people on that journey to embed over a, <clears throat> over a three year period to really yeah. make it sustainable. That's where you see the difference and the benefits. What I did love, and I think you noticed the benefit of bringing your unions, the reason you've got a good relationship because you keep your unions mm -hmm. talking, engaged, you listen to their views and work with. So that was really great from that point of view and also your senior leaders. But I think you're right. It's the people doing the do yeah. need that help don't they that kind of constant support we can't just say go and get on with it because that's where we see chaos and issues but they mm. need that constant support and develop isn't it that's how they move forward yeah and I think you know this was different it was different you know what all the peers were doing in their own businesses and you know what yeah. they where they'd worked before is scary so um you know bringing in outside people as well to talk about that this can work so yeah. um yourself you helped with talking to the unions we had uh co other colleagues where it, yeah. it you know it worked before um just to bring that um confidence that we're not completely lost the plot here yeah, yeah <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. We've, we've we've got advice we've sought yeah. experts to help us with this um and we have confidence it's the right thing to do so that that helped as well especially with the unions um because i didn't you know we've we've tried lots of things i love trying new stuff so yeah. the, you know to, yeah. to have that confidence and not just another vic's hair brain scheme helps yeah. as well yeah and also i think the bit um where you made it your own and this is really key so i remember you made a video didn't you to try and sell like the, actually the concept to the colleagues around the plant etc which i thought was a really good video and it was personable um, and also a bit about actually working with the colleagues really trying to get them to understand to sell the benefits there was lots of good stuff that went on to take them on the journey wasn't it and even rephrasing it to so it, the colleagues could get it as work it out mm. was quite a radical change but it made it terminology for colleagues at SGP to understand didn't it that's where you took yeah. some brave moves yeah we were always keen from the beginning if we're gonna rewrite our policies we rewrite it in language that means something to us so yeah I mean, we came up with some really bad titles before we came up to work it out. But yeah. I actually now it just flows and it works. You know, yeah. you know, if someone comes and says they're having problems with someone, you say, well, work it out. Yeah. Okay? Just work yeah. it out. Yeah. Um, it works. Um, but yeah, we spent a lot of time thinking about things like that. How do we communicate it? How yeah. is it going to land? How how do we make it easy for our leaders to have these conversations? Yeah. It doesn't work for them to be using these really kind of corporate terms it yeah. doesn't it doesn't fit their language yeah. they're the ones using this it needs to feel natural yeah. to them um and yeah with the, the video which i'd actually forgotten about <laughs> last from the past but that was really yeah. fun but again that's just another attempt to try and um add a bit of humor to it as yeah. well you know we want people to engage with this we want people to yeah. just stop and listen and understand it and you know there's ways to do that. There's ways not, you know, people don't yeah. read stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people are bombarded with emails and yeah. news shots and newsletters. So we try something different. And um, I jumped out from behind things around the plant with signs yeah. and made a tit of myself. But it seemed yeah. to work. Yeah. It, but it's it's the bit of, um if you took from that perspective, you made it what the colleagues would understand and enjoy, which is really, really important. And I when I saw the video, I was like, yeah, actually, that's really great and different. Uh, but the, it's relatable for the colleagues and I think also the other bit <clears throat> with your framework with your policy before of multi-documents mm. the documents were squeezed down 
to make it really relatable, still very professional, legal, compliant, those kind of things. But where we had multiple documents, your colleagues would never have read, it was slimmed down considerably, yeah. wasn't it? The documentation to make it more manageable and attainable to understand. Yeah, is we wanted it as short and sweet as possible. Like I say, no one actually reads the policies. So we wanted a useful document that people could refer to. And um, and to be fair, it's, it's a simple concept. So it didn't need reams and reams yeah. of writing. It's have a conversation. You know, if you're off sick and we don't believe why you're off sick, we're going to talk to you about it. Yeah. And if, you know, you're lying to us, that doesn't really fit with our values. So we're going to have yeah. a really honest conversation about that. Yeah. We don't need triggers. We don't need, um, you know, loads of red tape and all yeah. of that. We we still have the, you know, we're still ACAS compliant. You can still have a formal conversation yeah. that, you know, requires the right to be accompanied and all of that. But we don't need to write yeah. law and peace to war yeah. and peace. Yeah. To, you know, well, we've got a new phrase now, law, law and peace. Law so we've and got peace that. Law and peace is the right one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah so we've got <laughs> war and peace. You're right, though, about war and peace. People don't need it. And that's about <clears throat> moving to that more modern framework. And, and what benefits since you implemented, I think it was last year, but you went, was it last year yeah. you went live? Summer, what yeah. be, What benefits have you started to see from the implementation of Work It Out? Um, we've really seen managers starting to own their own teams yeah. um and really get stuck in i mean there's pocket i think because we, we have multi-sites and we have you know multiple cultures and stuff it, it is working better in certain places than others but where it is really working is where leaders have really really um embraced it yeah um and there they're really having the conversations early on um yeah. they're not you know referring to i'm going to talk to hr about this they're going and dealing with it themselves. They're owning it. They're having the conversation. Um, and it's really great to see those leaders um, growing, um, yeah. enjoying their jobs more because they're getting more respect from their teams and not feeling like yeah. they're just having to tell people off. Yeah. There's that respect and relationship there. So the leaders are enjoying their jobs. Their HR <laughs> um, partners are enjoying their jobs more because they're not just being termed as HR and yeah. wielding with a big stick so yeah. everyone is enjoying it more it feels more respectful and it is working um the caveat to that is the 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 sites which are for have further to go are struggling because it's so overwhelmed like it's hard to yeah. um it's hard to start behaving differently um, and forming different habits when the um, kind of the environmental factors haven't changed. Um, yeah. it, it's so easy to fall back into old um, practices, but we're not giving up and we keep going. Um, it's about recreating that environment for them where it's, you know, the other sites where it's worked, let's yeah. recreate how that's yeah. worked in, in the other places. But it's all about the leaders and that's where we've seen the real difference and also how we've seen a difference. Yeah. And I, and I think the bit there is that a framework of policies is only as good as how it's led and how it's worked. And, mm. and that was that firm, first line of defence of actually re-account, getting the leaders being more accountable again. So realigning that accountability of leaders mm. need to take responsibility for their teams rather than there's a problem. Hey, child, can you come in and sort the problem out? And then it becomes judge and jury and all this mm. kind of stuff. So that's so good. But I think the bit there is 
not giving up and going actually what works well there where do we take it where do we move it to to keep going because mm. it is a three-year cycle to really kind of help and develop but yeah I just think it's showing our audience that it's not always going to be rose in the garden but you, you've got to what the key wins and actually mm. less work for HR but more work now for HR in the correct view correct way of coaching developing strategic rather than firefighting that's a big win as well isn't it yeah definitely and I think um We've also noticed, you know, even where it feels like slow progress, if I actually think back to where we were a year ago, we have come a long way in terms of how we are approaching and supporting those leaders. The language, the language is a massive thing, like how we refer to processes and meetings and how we, you know, um, go into those meetings, just changing the language completely changes the mindset. I've noticed it personally when I'm talking about it, you know, stop talking about disciplinaries and telling people off and warnings has really changed how I think about how we approach where something isn't working and what solutions come up, come to mind when you you change the language with which you approach it. So, you know, we've got a long way to go, but we've also come a long way just in terms of, um, you know, the collective mindset. Um, yeah. of how how we work with people um, and our behaviours is is changing yeah and, and what benefits have you seen for colleagues then so we've seen for like the organisation what difference have you seen in colleagues like on the you know on the ground uh, experience in the framework what, what difference have you seen there um I think it's been uh, a unsettling time for some people because yeah. of the change people don't like change people used to know the triggers of when they would have a formal conversation and we've completely pulled the rug out from under people um but i think the the dust is settling and they're starting to realize oh actually i just got to be honest and um starting to build those relationships with leaders um and realizing that you know we're all adults we're all in this together and you know treat us treat your leaders with respect and they'll treat you with respect and um yeah so it's now kind of the the fear factor has gone I think people are starting to realize um that it is a positive thing for them um and that we are committed as a business to really living and breathing our values um and I'd hope that you know people will feel more um open to asking for support with dealing with conflict that you know before the only real route to resolution was a formal grievance whereas now you know there's there's other ways for us to support someone to have a a conversation to help find a solution without having to go through the trauma of a a grievance so I'd hope it makes it a nicer place to work. And our engagement scores this year have shown improvement. So um, I think it is, you know, um, impacting on on experiences at work and hopefully um, been a positive impact for our colleagues. And, and I, the um, couple of bits where you were saying there about the language, so to help colleagues and, that, you know, and also being more respectful to each other. And that's creating that adult to adult relationship mm. rather than you said earlier on that teacher child kind of petulance. And that's how we were going to look after you. Um, and I think the bit there is so what what stages or steps 
going forward now is there anything else that you think you need to bring into the framework or anything new you're doing with it or is it embedding what, what's the kind of next phase for you with um sangha bam pam i think it's um keep going um it's like I say it's it's not um we're not there and i think yeah. staying consistent and not um you know not changing things too soon where yeah. things aren't working straight away so being consistent um sharing the good news stories you know we've had some great results from um conversations that have resulted in you know great outcomes for people sharing that to try and break yeah. down the stigma around having the conversation and yeah. and raising a shout out and, and going through a workout process yeah. so um i think I, we're not going to be doing anything drastic it's just about right. keep going keep plodding keep talking about it, promoting it, um, sharing the successes and just keep supporting our leaders to have those conversations. Yeah. And it is about, which I really love there about embedding process, you know, consistent with it, people will get it. Because the bit there is if you change or divert from that path, mm -hmm. people will go, great, we're going back. And that's we know that was destructive and harmful, mm -hmm. that path. So that I really love about keep going that path along, keep supporting your leaders from that perspective. Uh, and the bit as well, going through that framework that you actually then upskilled, there was HR colleagues upskilled within that framework. So there was, a, there was loads of upskilling to help the embedding it's not just the paperwork and the documentation was it? it's lots of upskilling for those colleagues to make them feel in a good place and more competent wasn't it that went along with the framework as well yeah and that's something that we're keen to carry on doing but also to use the skills so we've got a team of trained mediators now in Sangaban Pam but the nice thing is we haven't actually had to use them that much because things haven't escalated to that level yeah. Good. So w we need to find a way to keep those skills fresh for when we yeah. do need um, mediators um, yeah. to, you know, whip out their mediation skills. So yeah. um, that's something that we'll keep looking for opportunities to do that. And that's not saying they haven't used them because they yeah. facilitated conversations. So, how, so the skills are coming into play before actually having to do a formal full on mediation process. Yeah. So it was, it's you know, it's still useful skills. Yeah. But um yeah, is how how do we make sure that they, they're continually challenged and growing and learning in that yeah. area to make sure that we have the resources, yeah. just we need them. Yeah, and it's so great that they're using the skills and rather than just going, I have to use them for mediation, their life mm. skills to actually use from that perspective. Um, yeah, I use them with my toddlers, to be honest, like yeah. <laughs> I use them every day. <laughs> so um, and, and that's the bit I, I just love that about that life skill using it every day that kind of stuff um so for you I know you and I we could have a good chat and we could talk kind of um for quite a period of time but what what's on your personal goals for this year in 2024 what, what's Vic working on people are always curious I always get people up people asking what's what's Vic working on for this year um for me this year my focus is on getting my head around uh ai changes in technology like i am so intrigued by what ai can do but also how that's going to change the way we work um so how can we embrace it how can we um get the most out of people you know encourage more deep thinking and let let the computers do the boring stuff how can yeah. we really inspire people to grow learn develop by 
letting go and letting computers yeah. do more. There's a lot of fear around it. So I'm really intrigued by AI, but also what that impact is going to have on the way we work. And yeah. also the, the other thing that I'm really interested in is how things are changing, how careers are changing, like how yeah. um, people don't have kind of solid career paths anymore or roles aren't the same as they used yeah. you know people aren't just a finance person they're not just EHS you know yeah. there's you know there's so many blurred lines you know they're an influencer on yeah. the side or you yeah. know a, um an every driver so how do we incorporate that into you know skills into our business and use yeah. them but also attract great talent and be more flexible to allow for people um yeah. to work differently um yeah I find all of that really interesting you know people that's why I love HR because people change yeah. um yeah. and so keeping up with that um trying to keep up with the kids if you like yeah. that's where <laughs> my focus is tiktok and instagram that's what yeah. my learning and development is this year i love the phrase there keeping up with the kids now i think that's 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 going to be brilliant for today um so the bit there which i really love about embracing ai change those kind of things but seeing the benefits from it rather than mm. you know people taking over actually then let the ai do the stuff we don't want to do but then actually the good stuff and especially from a hr perspective those kind of things i think that's really really yeah. good so how can people connect with you reach out to you because we get people that say oh can we connect with people what's the best way that people can connect or reach out to you linkedin i'm like say i'm all about the social media so yeah <laughs> um, yeah. yeah you can find me on linkedin and i'd love to have a chat you know if there's anything that we can and i love networking and finding other people with like-minded people yeah. to learn from um and be inspired by so yeah that would be really exciting if anyone wants to get in touch fantastic so uh, Vic can I just say a huge thank you for giving up your time today I know you're super busy at the moment so I really really appreciate it um just I've loved today speaking to you again uh, and hearing all the good stuff about what you've put into about helping work it out with um Sangha Bam Pam but can I just say have a fantastic weekend uh, and thank you ever so much for today I really really appreciate it thank you Steve I really appreciate it I'll uh, get some lime rain in the post here shortly <laughs> definitely I appreciate that thank you ever so much Vic cheers then. bye